say this after me everyone lord influence me this afternoon so jesus i pray that you will continue to speak to us your word will never go empty for it will always produce fruit in abundance in and through our lives in jesus name amen so we talked about love versus last one of the biggest challenges that we face in this world we don't know the difference between love versus lust when a guy says i love you what he means is i love you l o v e is not spelled as l o v e it's spelled as l u s t that's what he means and there is a biggest challenge why even in the body of christ and my friend who hosted me is actually two host couple of days i stayed in one of one place another friend hosted me and he said Uh, one of the biggest challenges we face in america is we kind of take divorce as normal and it's it's not a big deal anymore and it's it's almost like it's one of your challenges so you can't work it out they say it's impossible for a human being to dwell long years of commitment so it's naturally it's you will be uh, divorcing so they kind of accepted this thing that half of the population in the church going to be one day divorced so they kind of work with that mindset but i was thinking and he said this which is also very sad he said how sad it is we were against to this very principle of divorce 50 years ago now we kind of accommodated to it 50 years ago when radio came church said no 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 now everybody is on radio and there were the time tv came the church said no tv i don't know whether you remember that i grew up in a church where when you watch tv you go straight to hell that's how i was taught but now everyone wants to be on the tv even 6 o'clock they want to come on tv and do their thing on show and uh, and all those things by the time the church accepted tv the world all over took took over the tv but now you know we kind of justify some sins and we kind of say this sins are not okay that's how it has become now divorce has become a common issue in india still the divorce rate is very less why because it's a family unit so we don't want to break shame face our culture so what we do the guy will uh, leave his wife and he will go on a journey and he will never come back or the girl will go for the delivery for her baby and that's it the delivery will go on for the next 10 years so she will never come back i know pastors wives some of them they never got back together because they went for delivery but the child is almost 7 years old so they never got back together it's called separation so they got separated they never called divorce so in the in the cities it's kind of becoming normal but i really want to highlight this what is love because it's very important to understand this again i am talking from the experience of 7 years being married so you got to cut some slack for me because another 3 4 5 years down the road if i share the same message as the lord leads i will have more insight so whatever insight i am sharing is what i have experienced in the 7 years of marriage because you can't teach what you don't have simple as that so that's what you will hear just to really highlighted the first thing we talked about um uh, you know lust is religion shuns it world celebrates it kingdom empowers it but here we talk about the five kinds of love the first one is god's love for god 
and this is where it comes uh, uh, it's very f- uh, amazes our mind uh, to understand how god is perfectly peace and also satisfied in who he is and how he connects within himself because god was not messed up or bored that he has to create a mankind so that he can come and do the drama no god loves himself in the trinity that's why i always say in the trinity there is no competition there is complementation only in the religious setup there is performance when we talk about father son and the holy spirit we always write father number 1 son number 2 holy spirit number 3 and we think third position is lesser or inferior than the second one but actually that's because of our fallen mindset but in the trinity there are no hierarchies there are no pyramidical but there are only it's a circular way that the father is equally valid as the son and the holy spirit and they are embracing one another in other words there is no competition there is complementation that's why we call papa's house as a family why here we are not competing one another is she playing violin better than me or am i singing better than you know uh, eunice you can all sing better than charles that's for sure <laughs> you know that i can guarantee but well i'm not because i'm not in the competition first of all <laughs> so this is the reality that's why we there is no competition there is only complementation that means i need you you need me so god's love for god that means each person in the trinity intensely loves the other with all their heart that god has chosen to give equal love towards the son and the son loves the father father loves the holy spirit there is no division in that there is no uh, kind of sense like oh now everybody says jesus name but it's actually me i am the one who sent the son you know or everybody says uh, is the power of jesus was so powerful but it's actually me the one that actually in convicted them it's not there is no ego in the trinity that's what i want to say but if you translate that in the church the moment we embrace one another's gift we won't feel insecure we will celebrate the reason why we don't celebrate other person's gift why because we are insecure of who we are oh no if i immediately say the way dr roshni prayed was so powerful i don't know if i can say that why because we feel we are not validated if we validate someone our position will be dethroned that's why we kind of like yeah she prayed it was okay but you must hear my prayer it's even more powerful that's the whole uh, performance thing and i believe that that will, will we will never allow that in papa's house in jesus name i'm praying that that will be a lifestyle where we will be celebrated we will each and everyone's gift you know if you are gift in serving if you're gift in prophesying if you're gift in just giving a hug you know some people are good in giving hugs they are so good my wife she is a hugger girls you might have experienced that you know and in papa's house we still not to hug the opposite sex uh, why because we wanted to be culturally relevant even though uh, it's nothing wrong in that but if we do uh, i would like to call something like side hugs you know uh, come here abhishek i will show you how if you are overwhelmed with the love of god and you want to hug don't go and hug like this i love you you know don't do that you know even though you don't have anything on your mind even though that person who is giving a hug does not having anything on your mind but the third person looking at say what the heck charles is doing with this girl 
Are you getting my point? That's called wisdom. Sometimes when wisdom goes outside, stupidity comes and it's on steroids. It's ridiculous. So uh, what I would suggest is if you are filled with, you know, uh, with the excitement and you always can give a side hug like this, you know, that's in, in such a way it shows you, you value that person, you value the culture. You understand, when I got married, went to Spain, uh, the culture is very different. How you do that is uh, you actually, they will come, every girl will come and do like, and then turn around, two kisses. And I have told you, I tell you now, I confess this, I have, I have never kissed so many girls in my life until I married a Spanish girl. And that too, in front of my wife, I have to kiss the other girls, you know. Now some of you single are thinking, when can I get a Spanish girl? But listen, but that's their culture, you know. And one Spanish girl came to India and we told her, like, hey, you have to play cool. And that girl came and she's like, she saw one pastor and she gave, he gave a hug like, oh, that pastor is like, he started casting the demons, you know. But this is the reality, you know. So thank you so much, Abhishek. But my point is this. Be cultural. Just because it's an English service, we wear torn jeans, does not mean we have to ignore our Indian culture. And that's why, you know what they call Christianity? An imperialistic gospel. What does that mean? What is an imperialistic gospel? Imperialism tells you, you are a mess. I got it. You just follow me, you will be fine. That's why even our gospel songs cannot play in harmonium. You can't play. You have to have a piano. You're getting my point? So you have to, we have to play sensitive. So that's why I'm, I know some of, I'm very close with some of you. Even though I wanted to hug, you wanted to hug, I always stretch my hand. And why? Because I want to play wise. And if I do, I want to come alongside as a, you know, and we, we practice this in one another. You know why? Because more than our words, people are watching our actions. And they could not say, oh, look at these guys. Yeah, You know, I have heard modern churches are low on morale. Have you heard that thing? Modern churches are low on morale. That will be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will be high on morale. Why? Because just because you are modern, you no need to walk loose in morale. Amen. That's the first one. God's love for God. Number two, God's love for his people. He loves his people with all of his heart, mind, and strength. He loves the redeemed with the same intensity that he loves within the fellowship of the Trinity. So, in other words, his love for people is never less than the love that he has for his son or his Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit towards the Father and Son. So, it's all the same. That's why God so loved the world. The first person to love the world is not Satan. The first person to love the world is the creator of the universe. Amen. That's why he came down. He gave his son's life. The most cruel thing ever a father could do is put his one and only son on the cross. That's why they say either the father, what he did is extremely stupid or incredibly intelligent. Why? Because the cross is the most cruel incruciating painful death anyone can go through that's why in Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 says at the appointed time 
Christ came into this world. What is an appointed time? The Rome was leading. Rome was leading. All roads lead to Rome. But Rome also had a most crucial or a more critical way for anyone to die. That's the cross. That's the way we have this word, incruciating pain, excruciating pain, came, taken out of the cross. That's what it means. So God's love for his people. This love can never be understood. It can be only be experienced. You can't put it in simple words like the A plus, 1 plus 1 is 2. It's, it's not, our vocabulary is limited. That's why you have to experience it. You have to experience this love. That's why Christianity, it's not just only an experience, it's also an expression. Amen? Once you experience this love, you express that to others. That's what we call it in Vivam, to know God and to make him known. So you can't make him known without knowing him. That's why it's important we gather together on Sundays. Why? It's we are knowing him. We are asking one another, what happened this week? How God became closer to you this week? So God's love for his people. I'm running fast because I want to get to the point. This is still a backdrop. Number three, our love for God. Okay, our love for God. That means uh, because of how Jesus, I mean, how God loves himself and how he loved us, now we can say, okay, I can love God. See, the immortal loves in an unconditional way. Now the mortal can love in a conditional way. You're getting my point? So now we can say, oh, I can love God. So we know the four kinds of love, uh, but I'm not going to go into that. But our love is not necessarily the ultimate love, which is the agape, which is the unconditional. Our love is storge, a friendship. Our love is, uh, uh, you know, eros, which is an, between a man and a woman. Our love is uh, a brotherly love, but not necessarily our love is agape, which is the unconditional love. But God's love is unconditional. Because of that, we can say, hey, I can also share that. And how we can share the love of God, it has to go on the third. Third one actually divides into two more categories, which is the fourth one, our love for ourselves. And the fifth one, our love for others. <clears throat> Romans 5, 5 says, Hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given to us. So, in other words, that this God's very own love is imparted by, to his people by his spirit. So the spirit, what it does, he puts that love. That's why we could have compassion. When we look at someone, we say, you know, that's called sympathy. And then these next stages, empathy. And the ultimate form is compassion. But the pure form of compassion is love. That's why the, the highest human way of expressing love, we call it compassion. We, the, the lowest form of expression, we call it sympathy. Ayopavo. Have you heard that? The power. Oh, what a pity. What a shame. The sympathy, empathy, compassion, and the ultimate is love. So the love of God has poured in our hearts through the Holy Spirit so that we can explain that, put it back on the chart, everything, and that we could able to say, hey, I can love you because what Jesus did for me. God's love towards me and I can, I can love others, but at the same time, but most important, the fourth one is my love for myself. 
i think one of the struggle that i faced if i want to be honest with you i faced in number 4 our love for ourselves why because i did not give grace to myself i i i was born and brought up in a setting where if you make anything wrong you have very bad consequences so for example on fasting day if you eat on your fasting day it's impossible you will you will have you know little bit stomach pain that's the reason why you you know if you don't pay your tithe on the first week and your flat tire happened it's not because i ran my bike in a bush they will immediately tie it up my condemnation culture that's how i grew up so i don't know some of you might have raised up in that so i never loved myself i always felt i never uh, embraced myself one day the holy spirit said give a hug to yourself have you ever gave a hug to yourself it feels good actually you know you give a hug you know why because he said i was the first one to hug you i am the first one to embrace you so i started feeling i stood i used to stand before the mirror and i used to say charles you looking good charles god has created you charles you are highly favored charles you are deeply loved charles you are greatly blessed charles you will grow in wisdom you will grow in humility you will grow in favor you will win favor before god and men i started speaking that over and out of that i could able to now look at others and say yes abhishek you are highly favored you are deeply loved you are greatly blessed you know the reason why we could not see gold in others because we are still seeing dirt in ourselves hello the reason why we always have you heard that word they will say yes jasmine is good but when you hear the word but you got to move your butt you don't stay there because it's called gossip you you know this that's why they don't like to highlight if you come back from a meeting and they, how was your meeting there you went there oh the anointing was overflowing it was so powerful but somebody will say but what does that mean they just want to focus on the little negative stuff so that they can pull that person down to their level where they are at i prophesy over you in the name of jesus that you will not pull people down you will raise them up you will speak life over them you will say you know what you may be here in the dirt but that's not your destiny you will rise up you will overcome and that happens when you love yourself stand before the mirror do this for one week every day before the mirror before makeup for girls but after makeup for guys you can stand before the mirror and you say you are highly favored you are deeply loved you are greatly blessed i used to do that when my hair is now it's all fixed jelly curly and looks nice but before when my wife's wife only knows my my sai baba nature of my hair everywhere and i look myself in the mirror and uh, when i open my mouth it's almost like weapon of mass destruction but you are deeply loved you are greatly blessed you are highly favored and i embrace myself and now i can embrace others you know why we don't tolerate people's pain because we don't give grace to our own pain my friends we have to move beyond that's why this this five things is just a backdrop for us to get to the main subject god's love for god god's love for his people our love for god our love for ourselves and our love for others amen i think it was uh, uh, 
G.K. Chesterton was said, we don't want a church who move with the world, we want the church who move the world. Amen? We want that. We will be that one day. We will be that church that moves the world. Amen? We will be the church. The church will, the church will not go and ask ideas to the world. The world will ask ideas to the church. Amen? So, now let's go to the real issue. Uh, I'm going to make this statement. So if you're taking notes, it's good for you. Uh, having Holy Spirit doesn't mean you can love. What I mean by this, having Holy Spirit and possessing His knowledge is what enables us to love. Why I make this statement? Keep it there, don't take it. Um, why I make this statement? Because many Christians who are married after 10-15 years, they say, I'm done. There is no love with that spouse. I'm moving on. So, did they lose Holy Spirit? Did they become an unbeliever? Did they fall out of grace? What is that? The reason is, it's not about just Holy Spirit in you. It's the awareness. Ezekiel Anand says, walking in that awareness of his presence. That every day. We are aware of many things today. You are aware that you are wearing a nice clothes. You won't go like this to fish market when you go and buy. But at the same time, when you go for a marriage, you won't go even with like this. You will dress up on more level. So you will be more aware of what you have. That's why the Bible says, put on Christ. So it's almost like a garment you put on. That's why I wrote down here, having Holy Spirit and possessing His knowledge. What is the knowledge? Knowledge is this very simple. What God knows about you is true, is knowledge. Amen? What God knows about you is the truth. That's the knowledge. When you have that, that's why Bill Johnson says, there's never going to be anyone in this world going to look, be someone else, if they know who they are in Christ. If you know the full knowledge of what the Holy Spirit has done in your life, that will enable us to love. That's why I have a problem when people say, well, I like this girl, and uh, I lived with her, I married her, now I think I am out of it. You know, I fall in love. Have you heard the term? I fall in love. You, if you fall in love, you can also fall out of love. Hello? That's why I always say, I, you know, I, I stopped using that statement. I didn't fell in love. I started loving. Now I love more. If you ask me, Charles, do you love Eunice the way you loved seven years ago? I would say, no. My love for Eunice has grown more than I met her seven years ago. Actually, ten years ago. You know, when she was running towards me. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> that's my own imagination. That time my love was very little. You know, but now my love for her is even more. She gave two beautiful kids to me. And she's the mother of my kids. She makes me look good. Amen? Amen. Because of her, you know, I, I shine. And, uh, and, and my love for her has grown. Why? Because the Holy Spirit in me has given me that knowledge to understand the gift I possess. Are you getting my point? So, 10 years from the road, from now, and 10 years from now, for example, if you ask me the question, Charles, you still love Eunice the same way you loved 2017? If I say yes, I have never appreciated the diamond that I possess. 
you understand so here we have you have two doctors married a year month ago few months ago right how many months ago two months ago but their love is never going to stay like that it's going to grow more and more but the more and more it grows means there is so much uncovering there's so much knowing but when we come to that place of knowing it's a lot of challenges you know i that's why i learned that 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 magic words like the four magic word it's it's amazing it's my fault it goes long way you know and uh, anyway but that's not the point but the thing is having holy spirit and possessing his knowledge is what enables me to love so love i have five points as usual i have either three or five to make us remember easy what is love if somebody ask you what is love first one love is not emotions love is not emotions lust is emotion lust is a chemical thing that makes you when you look at the girl you feel like kuch kuch hota hai but then you look at somebody else it makes be even better kuch kuch hota hai that's why lust and love are two different things so love is not emotions emotions are actually chemicals problem with chemicals is that change all the time problem with chemicals they change all the time when you see someone this is what i you know some of you might have gone through this you know you see someone you think this is the one but then uh, you might have seen on the social media but when you see on the real life you think what the heck is that you know it's like a photoshop on steroids or something and that's why you go annoyed is like wow and you you feel like it's it's not true and it's changes that's why i wrote down here love is not emotions it's more than that it leads me to the second one love is a choice love is a choice that means you choose you choose can you choose to love someone yes can you choose not to love someone of course that's why god says love the lord when he gave you 10 commandments he gave you first you shall not keep no idols before me so he he said let's not keep any idols what does that mean you can keep idols in the west they don't have idols like mariyatta mangata but they have idols they themselves are idols in the modern indian culture we may not have so many idols but sometimes we can have our ministry as an idol our job as an idol our status as an idol our salary can be an idol that's why we have to be careful that what you are giving attention either if it is not from the lord it can become an idol it can become an idol it can destroy you it can it can deviate your very goal you know that's why i wrote down love is a choice that means you choose you cho- you make a decision you make a mental decision it's that's why i wrote down i will i will read it to you later part law does not have feelings love is like law they don't have feelings they just make a choice feelings catches up later the world we are taught is you need to feel in order to love let me tell you god never felt a ounce when he was dying on the cross do you know that if you would have felt he was feeling lord if it is your will please take this cup from me his prayer was so heavy that his sweat turned into blood that was his feeling but he took a choice a deliberate choice what was the choice not my will but your will be done 
So, love is not a feeling, love is not a choice. Third one, love is a response. This is a good one. Love is a response to understanding the value of the cost. In other words, say for example, I'm going to use my wife as an example because it's the best easy way for you to identify. She said to me, she came from a very good family, highly, highly educated, more educated than me. In terms of academics. She was making more money than me. She left everything. She said, I see the call of God in your life. I will follow you. When I understand the cost she paid to leave her comfort zone and to come into a country where normal things in the West like clean water, clean passages or a high expensive commodities here and she still chooses to follow me. And I, when I understand the cost, it makes me realize, wow, I must, I respond to that cost. And I respond by saying, yes, baby, I love you. Yes, I cherish you. Yes, I value you. The reason why a guy leaves a girl like this, you know why? Because he does not understand the value of the person. Let me tell you, if any guy left you before, you don't deserve that guy. You are more valuable than that per, what that guy thought. You understand? So, God's love is so beautiful. It's, it's that, that is what makes us like, oh wow, this is what you paid for me? This is what it costs for you to do this? What I can do is just yield to that love. So what God paid to get you? He paid his own image, his son, to get your life from death to life. God loves you so much. He gave up himself. People say, I have said this also, when you marry a girl, you don't marry that person, you marry their family, which is true, which is true. But when two families get together, when one family marries another family, it's not becoming one family. It actually, you're creating a third family. You are creating an own identity. Right? When I thought when I got married with my wife's family, it's all going to be one big pot. No. There is going to be only one lion in the forest can be the king. So that means you have to create your own identity. So I have to create the Victor's family. What is Victor's family known for? What will be Victor's family will not be known for. Victor's family will be known for generosity. Victor's family will be known for hospitality. Victor's family will be known for taking risk with God. Victor's family will be known for taking adventures, doing new things, crazy things. So we sat together, we prayed and we felt and we started working towards that. Seven years down the road, we could say, yes, if people who come close to us, they will say, this family is a very generous family, very hospitable family. The guy may be crazy. He will take strips, adventures for God. Yes, this is how you create your own culture. So when you get married, you don't copy someone's because it will not work. You don't say, oh, I came from that. I'm going to do this thing. My dad, heavenly father, said this to me when I started my family. He said, Charles, you can't pour your new wine on an old wineskin. You are trying to wear the shoes of Saul 